This podcast is hosted by the British World Cup team in cross-country skiing, and we will take you inside our team and sport. The episodes will be made at camps, races, championships, and from home. Enjoy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, what are we doing now, Andrew? <laughs> uh, making the first episode of the new podcast, Inside Cross Country Skiing. Yeah. And who are we? You can uh, introduce yourself first and uh, um, what you're doing. My name is Andrew Young. I'm a British cross country skier. Um, I've been uh, cross country skiing on uh, yeah, the World Cup level since uh, 2009. Um, so yeah, uh, that's for basically... so long, and nobody had heard of you before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, we're here on a training camp, British team training camp, um, and we've had an idea of, uh, or uh, has had an idea of making a podcast for uh, quite a while now, and um, he's finally shot himself, uh, bought himself a microphone. And um, don't tell Kari. Uh, don't tell or don't tell Kari how much it costs. <laughs> Okay, uh, she's um, she's my girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm uh, yes, I'm Justa. I'm one of the coaches on the British team. Uh, Justa Minirui. I've been coaching the team now for uh, some years since yeah, 2015. I've been involved in the team uh, together with Hans Christian Stadheim, and he cannot be here because he is in a wedding this weekend as a Toastmaster. And uh, I guess we will hear hear more about that later. Um, so, where are we now, Andrew? Um, we are in uh, Norway, um, on the west coast, in a, up a, a, a glacier called Folgefonna, um, which is a summer ski resort, um, mostly for alpine skiing. Norwegian alpine team have been training here lots of times. Um, uh, and at the moment, they have a cross-country track at the top of the glacier where we've been training for the past uh, five days. I'm going to be here for another nine days. Um, there's some history of cross-country skiing at this track, uh, at this glacier. Your yeah. stand, you've been on camps here since you were a kid, five years old or something <laughs> like that. I've, actually, first time I was there, it was in 1992, and then it was pretty good cross-country skiing here. Good year, 1992. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was. <laughs> Young, I was born. <laughs> and uh, this is maybe one of the closest places to Great Britain where it's possible to ski all year we're not so far from from uk actually uh we are on the west coast like andrew said close to bergen so if you go uh, for some hours over the north sea we end up i don't know where but aberdeen yeah, shetland first probably yeah. then aberdeen yeah. yeah yeah so it's pretty close um yeah yeah it's pretty nice here um the manager of the resort is actually your third cousin, Jostein. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, he's so... running this place. So a bit, uh, he has been pushing quite hard for a couple of years now, wanting to have us here. And then with the with the corona situation, uh, we occurred, we we saw that this was a good possibility to try to get some kind of altitude training. We are at 1,200 meters here and are skiing on 1,500. So uh, they groomed very good tracks for us. They made uh, yeah, six, seven Ks, and we can do cross skiing all over the glacier. So 
So tomorrow we're looking forward to a long cross ski because it's getting cold this night and uh, will be sunny tomorrow. So, so we have great possibilities here to for, for good training and actually also uh, follow our wishes. So we are going to have a sprint session on Tuesday. So today I've been up in the in the grooming machine, the piston bully with the. Uh, with Martin, one of the guys working here, and we have tried to design a sprint course. So we see how that would be on Tuesday, but they, they're putting on a huge effort for us. It's actually this week, there's only been me and Andrew up here doing cross-country skiing. So they have doing, like I said, six, seven Ks for us. And in one lap, they used 250 kilos of salt. So uh, they're putting in a huge effort to, to put up cross-country skiing here. But, but hopefully it builds into something in the future because um, mm. at least what we've learned this week is that the facilities here are definitely good enough for skiing and um, the quality of the skiing is, yeah. I mean, uh, I think one of the sessions I had, I don't think I've had better conditions in the off-season anywhere else. So between May and October, I don't think I've had better skiing conditions on another glacier or in a ski tunnel or anything like that. So the quality is definitely, quality of skiing is definitely pretty high. So, um, yeah, hopefully this becomes kind of a, not just an alpine destination, but a cross-country destination as well. Yeah. And we've seen now that uh, after we've been here and we've been really lucky with the weather so far and, and trying to post some nice pictures on Instagram and Facebook and stuff like that. So it have, uh, we have got uh, good attention from that. And also the, the manager running the place, he is happy with getting feedback and other national teams. And, and athletes from Norway want to come over here. So next week already, there will be a big group from high school, from Norwegian high school. So hopefully this can this can be another good cross-country place again. Yeah, but yeah. I also think um, in Norway, you've like, got Sonjefell, which is kind of renowned for the summer cross-country skiing. But if they kind of get a bit of competition, they've had kind of Vikafjell in the past, kind mm. of pushing them a little bit. If you get a bit of competition, then all the places are going to lift the game. Yes. Um, and then... That's just win-win for all us cross-country skiers. So yeah. um, we should just be happy that yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is happening. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So back to why do you think it's a good thing for us to have a podcast, Andrew? Well. Or is it a good thing? I don't know. It might not be a good thing. It could be a disaster. <laughs> we'll, see. Um, we'll see. Now, there's not really that many podcasts about cross-country skiing out there, or especially not um, in English. In English, we've got the podcasts that are coming from uh, Faster Skier, um, and the Devin Kershaw show there, which are fantastic. Um, but there's not really anything looking at the elite side of costume skiing, what's going on through the summer, all year round, um, and from a British perspective as well. Um, and so kind of thought that yeah, if there was something in English, um, it'd be good to yeah, kind of have a bit of a more international, not just Norwegian or Scandinavian languages that there mm. are at the moment. I mean, there's lots of Norwegian podcasts, but let's do something in English that everybody can listen to. Yeah, and we will try to put out stuff from when we are on camps, races, of course. We're going, to, hopefully, we're going to a world championship this year. We can do some reports from there, from inside, kind of inside the fence, like Fis says, and we can um, can also do some reports from home, and hopefully, also have some guests which will be nice. We have lots of good guests in the team we can have on, uh, not only us coaches or athletes, but we also have uh, physiotherapists, which are on uh, high level, and we have nutritionists, and we have the boxers, and, and lots, of, lots of people we can, we can uh, invite. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully it can just be a, a podcast where people who are interested in, in cross-country skiing can uh, yeah, think it's cool to listen to and 
Yeah, maybe wearing a thing or two every every now and again. Yeah, we try. Yeah. We try. <laughs> so, what are the others up to now? Um, who else do you have on, so on the team? So, on the British team, we've got um, for the athletes, we've got uh, myself, um, and then we've got Andrew Musgrave um, and James Cunet. Mm. And then on the coaching side, we've got uh, Jostein, who's here, Hans Christian Stardheim, and then we have um, phys our physio is uh, Arno Wav who is, he is here in the background, but he's keeping quiet. He didn't yeah. want to be involved in this episode. I think he's trying to make some picture of us. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and then we have, um, yeah, our head waxer at the moment is uh, you, Alexander. Um, yeah. And since the Norwegians have pretty difficult name, difficult names, we have kind of <laughs> nicknames of all of them, I think. So Arno Olav, that's Arno. And Joe Alexander Len is J-Lo, and Eirik Lundgren is Elo, and I don't know why. I'm Jussi, yeah. and Hans is... I don't know, is it Hansi Pansi? Oh, who knows, he's got so many nicknames. Um, so yeah, there's uh, quite a few names we've uh, listed there, and I guess you'll, at some point in the future, um, probably hear from all of them on different podcasts, or yeah. hopefully. But Jimmy today, he has been, uh, been hard to get hold of him, because he's been out roller skiing for over 100k, so he, he's based in Oslo, so he's been roller skiing from Oslo, and a big loop around there, so... Um, We'll see how much power he has left in his arms when he comes up here on Sunday. Yeah, 100k is a long way. Yeah, I is. don't think I've ever roller skied 100k. No, <laughs> that's a long way. And there was one loop as well. He didn't go home and and, no, no. and change. It no, was no. just classic, or was he skating? Oh, classic, yeah. Classic, yeah. yeah that's a long. Yeah. It's a long way. Yeah. Probably on slow wheels as well. Yeah, most likely. Yeah. 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 So um, yeah. So that's strong effort. Maybe he's in quite good shape. Then we'll find <laughs> out. We'll find out on the sprint session next week. Yeah, we'll do. Maybe we should come back with an episode after the sprint. I don't know. Yeah, update. The winner <laughs> of the sprint can be the guest. <laughs> yeah. The winner of the sprint may have a bad season. It's too early to be in such a good shape now. Uh, the old <laughs> no, typical Norwegian saying that. Um, yeah, and uh, Andrew Musgrave, he's at home in Trondheim. Um, and he's been on a mission this evening. Yeah. Uh, top secret. <laughs> or not really top secret because we're about to tell you what the mission was in the podcast. We are so. so bad in planning, so we don't have enough uh, enough clister with us. So we need more clister. And he didn't have anything at home. And Hans had already traveled to the wedding. So uh, luckily, Youngie had something in his uh, in his basement. Yeah. So he was uh, sent to try and get a cardboard box full of old clister, which uh, JLo had. Uh, it was old clister <laughs> from the team that uh, JLo. I think all the tubes were half used, yeah. um, but he didn't want them anymore. And the team said the team didn't need them, so gave them to me. And they've been sitting in my basement for a couple of months. So been, uh, I've just been moved hoped, house. Uh, most, most of it melted together now. So yeah. it's quite a mix. So um, yeah. like... my girlfriend was sent to go and find that at the basement and give it to Andrew. And Andrew's now got a cardboard box full of melted together crystal that's going to come here. And um, <laughs> hopefully we'll find uh, at least half a tube or something that will give us grip next week. <laughs> yeah. Um, if not, there'll be a lot of double pulling up in the glass here. Yeah. Or should we try to do a kind of a summary of what we've been doing so far this year? Is already when we are recording now, it's Friday, 28th of August. So we've been on camps for over almost four months already. Yeah. Um, First camp was uh, Lillehammer, wasn't it? Shushan? Yeah, Shushan. Uh, well, this, this year we've kind of been on, on snow for every almost, I guess. Camp. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so we were at Shushan, yeah. Shushan first. Not in... every, one we had. 
Hellasil wasn't on snow, of course. I forgot about Hellasil. How could I forget about Hellasil? Um, Hans's home place. Hans, yeah, Hans's hometown. <laughs> Oof. He, he better not listen to this episode if he finds out I forgot about it. I'll be, I'll be intervals <laughs> for me. Um, yeah, so Shushan first yeah. uh, in May. Um, fantastic ski conditions for the start of May. Um, still kind of wintry. Got in a good week, a good start up week. Walks of, conditions. Yeah, good start up week of skiing on snow. Um, had some of the local skiers. Joining in, joining yeah. in. Daniel Stock and Jeroen Teffre. And Runa Matisse, one yeah. of the long distance skiers. Yeah. Um, we tried to do that in camps to invite other skiers because since we are a small team, we, we need some uh, good matching and it's a good Norwegian skiers uh, are a good benchmark for us because we know they are they are on a high level. So yeah, if you can keep up with them, we are close to be. Is, is that why we invite people. other people? I thought it was because we get bored of each other and we need someone else to talk to. Yeah, we don't tell you that. So <laughs> <laughs> That's also one of the reasons. Yeah. Um, and then after Shushin, we had a first first camp in uh, Sonnyfeld, which was eight days, nine yeah. days, eight days. Yeah. Staying um, at Crossbu. Yeah. Which is just down from the tracks at Sonnyfeld, but it's Crossbu uh, is like our second home now. Yeah. Uh, we've nice. been staying there a long time. Get good food. They look after us. Good food, good beds, bad Wi-Fi. It's like it's most like it's like in most <laughs> pretty much every training camp. Nice people, nice food, uh, nice hotel, and um, bad Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah. So that's life. Um, and then we went back to Sonnyfell again for yeah. another camp. Yeah. Uh, same place, stayed at Crossbow again. Pretty much the same uh, setup. Pretty much exactly the same setup. Pretty much an identical training plan, just three weeks later. Good conditions again. I was, um, not so many people this year. No, the second time, the first time there was no people. The second time there was yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, that's true. But uh, normally on the first camp there are lots of uh, the Norwegian national team used to be there at the same time, so we can uh, hook up with them on some sessions. But this year they had a bit more restrictions uh, than us because of the Corona situation. They are a bigger group and and stuff like that. So that's totally understandable. We are most of the time five or six people in camp, so we can pretty much control our own environment all the time. Yep. Yeah. Um, but Sonica was good this year because we got to do quite a lot of ski testing or I'm the only athlete on the team who's using Fisher. Mm. Um, and so I did quite a lot of ski testing with Fisher. The guys there, um, yeah, did a good job for me, helped me with testing, prepared the skis, uh, and um, also helped me with testing, testing poles because Fisher owns mm. one-way poles. Um, and I've Change. switched to one way, so they helped me with testing the poles and setting up, getting the setup there yeah. uh, dialed in. So they're, yeah, good service there. And um, that's good to be at Sonnyfeld when you can kind of meet the yeah, the service guys from the industries, different, yeah. Yeah, from yeah. the industry and uh, yeah, work work closely with them because they're an important important part of uh, getting good equipment for ski, for ski yeah. racing is working closely with the ski industry. So um, yeah. that's one of the key reasons for going to Sonnyfeld. Yeah. And then we took a summer holiday and uh, all of us, or most of us, we were in Norway all the time. Jimmy had the trip to Czech to his girlfriend and to Croatia with her uh, when that was possible. It was uh, not a bad corona situation there at that time. And then we others, we were in Norway and uh, you visited North Norway. Yeah, first time up there in the summer half of the year. Yeah, um, yeah. impressive. I'll yeah. definitely be going back um yeah um actually the same area as 
where they have the B sprinting of the yeah. kind of fan, finale emotional. of the emotional, where they have the finale of the season, the same area as that out on, out on the coast there. Fantastic uh, scenery, pretty good for training as well, although got a bit repetitive going back and out and back on the same yeah. roads, but also got some good roller ski tracks there and stuff. So it was, yeah, pretty good training up in, yeah. up in the north. You trained with some of the local heroes in Muirano. Yeah, some of the local heroes. So, um, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some uh, guys from Moirana who are um, on the world stage in a few years. They seem to have a pretty good, uh, pretty good setup there, and a lot of young skiers who are pushing quite hard. So um, that's nice. Yeah, it's always good to see a like, uh, yeah, enthusiastic group and yeah. um, your know, parents, yeah, just, uh, doing a good job and um, not not uh, pushing their kids as you uh, let's say a bit like. Uh, uh, I don't really know how support to support them. Yeah, support them. Uh, <laughs> Cheering them. Allowing them to train and yeah, giving them yeah. the opportunity to train. And um, yeah, so yeah. it's good to see. Good to see that the future of Norwegian skiing is still bright. <laughs> yeah, that's no, no, no doubt about that. And then it was back to work again in uh, Hellesylt. All yeah. of you had had good summers with girlfriends and and uh, had a good holiday, good training and stuff. And then back to back to hard work again. And move into cabins and and uh, we were in Hellesylt, like I said, and that's Hans's home place. And he, of it, course, it was the Star Time show. It was the Star Time show. Yeah, he organized all of it. And of course, he had uh, his parents were helping out, the family were helping out, and we were out kayaking and uh, to towards Geiranger, which is a pretty famous place in Norway where you can go and see it's the Seven Sisters waterfalls. Uh, we made it there and was happy for that and and paddled back and were pretty sore in both arms and back afterwards. Uh, but in this camp we also uh, had some some guests with us. Uh, Simon Hexter Krieger joined in from uh, from the Norwegian national team. We thought yeah. seeing it is Olympic champion. Yeah, he's like, he's Olympic champion, yeah. so we'll let him come along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's the level. That's the yeah. That's the criteria to be able to join. Yeah. <laughs> And he has been in Hellesylt many times before camp, on camps with Lyon, his Norwegian club, and we, where Hans was coaching. So Hans was coaching him from when he was a kid. So, so that was nice. Um, yeah, you can describe the training environment there. Uh, you were a bit injured over there. But... Shall we say that Casper was there as well? Or were we just yeah, yeah, sorry. Casper <laughs> Stardos, he was, he was on the, he kind of uh, joined in the British team. Yeah. Um, He's not yeah, Olympic fully, champion yet. Fully last year. Not yet. He would be one day. And he's he's not Olympic champion, but we thought thought he lives he him and Jimmy live together. So we thought seeing that he's an alright bloke, we'll let him join in. Or live together. He's Jimmy's landlord. He's yeah. Jimmy's landlord, yeah. But they do share the apartment. Like Jimmy does pay to live with. Yeah, okay. But yeah. Um so Casper joined in. So um had a pretty good training week. Um yeah, a bit of a mixture of everything, really. Had yeah. uh, two, three did three interval sessions, yeah. good long uh, over over distance session, six hour session, um, some good double pole sessions, um, and we also got to do um, ski bounding or. Um, Can you describe the terrain in Hellesylt? How is it? Well, I was going to talk about the post road that we did the ski bounding intervals yeah. on. With, uh, but Hellesylt is um, on the west coast of Norway in. Uh, in the Sunmoor Sun region, yeah. up and down is a bit of Where an understatement. It's um, alpine terrain. Yeah, it's called the Sunmoor Alps, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not really the kind of terrain you'd expect in Norway. No, it's very alpine and um, 
the mountains go straight down to the fjord in the sea. So it's, uh, uh, yeah, you feel like you're up in the big mountains, even though the, the yeah. top of the, the top of the mountains are what, just about, yeah, 1,800, 1,600 yeah, at the top. But, um, so it's high on steep. But, but it feels like you're on really big mountains though, because they go straight from the sea. So yeah. uh, you feel like you're really up in the mountains there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those great train for training and uh, yeah, good good training camp there for a week. And that was only two, three weeks ago. Yeah, it was the last week of July. The last week of July. Uh, yeah. Being gorgeous. Normally on this time of year we. We are competing at uh, Blink and Toppidrettsveka, but this year uh, we, we were not allowed to compete there because uh, yeah, Norwegian Ski Federation uh, wanted to have uh, only Norwegian athletes there and there was limited numbers of athletes taking part and we of course totally understand that, so, so we, we couldn't do that this year. Hopefully we, we can come back next year. We are not Olympic champions yet, <laughs> so we don't get invited to join in with other teams. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> So um, yeah, and then uh, you have you have been moving this summer. Andrew. Yeah, I have. <laughs> from Lillehammer. From Lillehammer to, to Trondheim. For how many years have you been staying at Lillehammer? Uh, eight, eight years. I've been in Norway ten years now. I moved to Norway summer two thousand ten, mm-hmm. um, and then after two years in Nyilo, moved to to Lillehammer, um, and I have lived in a few different two different places in Lillehammer, but. Um, yeah, packing everything that you own into one minivan. Um, That's pretty easy. You need all their own clothes. It's and not as easy. It's, and... it's not as easy as you think. And you're stupid enough to buy a bike. I was stupid enough to buy a bike the two days before, before I left. <laughs> 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 yeah, but I got the bike in the van, so um, yeah, we got everything moved. Um, yeah, moved in with my with my girlfriend in Trondheim. Yeah. So, um, new chapter in life, yeah. New chapter in life. Um, had a good start there, got sick after a few days, yeah. <laughs> um, but <laughs> but the new apartment painted the new painted yeah. the bedroom, got all the furniture moved in, and strategically planned it so I'm away on a camp so that when the tumble dryer is coming and the sofa is coming and the kitchen table is coming, Perfect. I'm not there, so I don't have to take it up yeah. three flights of stairs to get it into the apartment. So that was strategic planning. Let's hope um, she will never find this podcast. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> How much was this microphone again, Yossi? No, it's a good one. Uh, yeah. And now uh, the others are coming in two days' time. We, like we said, we are staying up here at Folgefona tomorrow. In the restaurant next year is going to be a wedding so they have already warned us two days ago that it would be pretty loud and the guests and the and the, the couple they are from uh, what do you call it the, the bar and the nightlife 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 branch yeah. in bergen and people from bergen are famous for speaking loud and a lot so it's gonna be interesting but we will be strong we, get through that and uh, on Sunday the others comes here we're a bit excited because where we're living we haven't told how no we're we haven't just, yeah we, um, should, we should use some minutes on that I see here this is the first time we're recording that we have only 30 minutes that we may be more than enough so this means that we have seven minutes left okay if we max if we max it yeah how we're we living I don't know quite how to describe it it is um what we call 
in English, I think we call it a porter cabin. Okay. Um, so it's the kind of thing if you're at a school and the school runs out of classrooms, yeah. they get in some kind of like plastic prefab building, put it in the car park, and then they're, oh, we've got two new classrooms. Fantastic. It's one um, big room. So it's one big room. Um, 100 square meters, square meters. Have you measured it? Um, Michael said it was 100 in total. In total, including the kitchen, which is part of the one big room, the drying room, which is part of the one, oh, there is a door, but it's kind of the same room. Yeah. Um, toilets. We've got toilets, and they were kind enough to put in um, a shower cabinet yeah. for us so we can have a shower. Brand new. Um, and they bought five beds from Ikea for us as well. Yeah. But um, they didn't screw. But how many people are we on the camp? We're six. Yes. So uh, Arnold, I was going to sleep on the massage bed. <laughs> <laughs> he may end up doing that, yeah. Um, and they didn't put the screw the legs on the bed either. So we've got to screw the legs on ourselves, which is an IQ test in itself because it's IKEA. So it's yeah, it's yeah. Uh, not that straightforward. Um, but I've just moved but house. Other, so I've just moved house. So I'm an expert. But the other guys are the other guys are pretty lucky because they're arriving so late on Sunday. We don't want them to start doing this on Sunday night. So we will do it for them. Yeah. So that's quite good service. But then, um, so we've been staying like this for a week. And today, uh, Mikael, the, the Yossi's the yeah. cousin who organized yeah, something new. Maybe we should talk about that in the next episode. Oh, that's the next episode. Okay. Maybe we should talk about that something new and exciting. It's very exciting. And if it, it works, it's going to be exciting. It has never been done before in World Cup cross country skiing. I'm 100% sure. 100, maybe the Japanese team. <laughs> I don't know. We have to call Masako Ishida after an episode, maybe, or Keishin. You yeah, know. they might know. Yeah, they might know. But that'd be exciting. So, right now, we are staying in a room together. All three of us are here now. Me and Youngie have been staying like this for a week now, and it works pretty well, doesn't it? Apart from when you wake up in the morning to cook the porridge. Yeah, you, yeah. Because that's the kitchen's in the same room as the bedroom. <laughs> so, and, the, and the coffee machine. And the coffee machine, yeah. <laughs> so, um, sorry for that. But, but we do we do get meals over in the restaurant, which uh, we have to say have been very good. Yes. Trina yeah. has been on point. Yeah. Lunch and dinner. Lunch and dinner. Yeah. Today, smoked salmon pizza. Fantastic. Uh, and world class. World class, yeah. And yesterday you got so big burger that you could eat it up, or was it two days ago, maybe? It was yesterday. yesterday yeah. Almost puked in the gym yesterday because I was <laughs> eating a big burger before we <laughs> yeah. went to the gym. That's true. We were shopping after we were in the gym. I couldn't see Yongya, so I got a message on my, on my phone. He just wrote, I'm so I'm so sick, I had to go outside. Yeah. I almost puked. I didn't so he, was sitting, he was sitting outside waiting for me. <laughs> Poor guy. Um, but we made it through, struggled through, got the sit-ups done in the gym and made it back up the windy yeah. road in the car without puking. So, um, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. good. Good effort. Good. Yeah. So I don't know. I think maybe we should, uh, should close it here. Yeah. Um, I don't know how we'll do this for, but if you have, um, <laughs> questions or uh, anything, if uh, you happen to be interested in what we're talking about or wants us to talk about something specific you can just uh, feel free to find us on uh, facebook or instagram or wherever we are all over the place and yeah, we're easy to find none of us are on tinder that's the only place you can't find us jimmy's still got tinder yeah he does i was hoping you shouldn't say that but uh, he is but uh, it's just to have a look <laughs> it's just for looking and it is in, in an agreement with his girlfriend so that's no problem <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Maybe we can ask him about it on the next podcast. Yeah, we can do that. We can do that. So uh, we've got all this to look forward to. How we're gonna, where we're gonna live next week, the new exciting thing, and Jimmy's uh, Jimmy. what apps Jimmy has on his phone. Yeah. Maybe maybe that's a new thing we can do. Show me your apps. <laughs> <laughs> or guests coming on the podcast. <laughs> Show me your apps. <laughs> I think yeah. maybe that'd be a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, thank you. And I uh, hope you have a good Friday night. We are sitting here uh, in a barrack or whatever you call it at 1200 meters, uh, enjoying life. Uh, had pizza, ate some chips, and. Uh, yeah, we had to buy water today because uh, <laughs> it was a problem with the water, so we we're not allowed to drink it. So, yeah. So that's that's life right now for us. Luxury. Luxury. Uh, hope, yeah. you, hope you enjoyed it, and uh, hopefully we can uh, make more of this. Yeah. So, thank you. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.